Children should laugh. Children should play. Children should grow. But children should not face cancer. On October 17th, thousands of gamers from more than 100 gaming communities around the world will join forces in an unprecedented battle on behalf of children engaged in the fight of their lives. The second annual Extra Life Video Game Marathon, benefiting pediatric cancer research and treatment, is your chance to make a real difference in this important battle. The best part? You can join the fight from the comfort of your own living room. Play video games for 24 hours and enlist your friends to either join you or sponsor your efforts for just $1 per hour. Being a part of such a serious battle has never been more fun. If you've ever had your life touched by cancer, you know how high the stakes can be. Show these brave kids and their families that you stand beside them. Get more information online now. Visit extralife.sarcasticgamer.com Play games, heal kids. Extra Life. Benefiting Texas Children's Cancer Center where children from all over the world receive the same innovative treatment regardless of their family's ability to pay. No child ever turned away. Not one. Not ever. Hey, Limit Break Radio fans, it's Aniro. I just wanted to talk to you about a few things before we uh, start the episode here. Uh, The first thing is that, obviously, this episode was supposed to be our call-in special, our second call-in special. Well, uh, due to technical difficulties and a general lack of people who wanted to call in, uh, we weren't uh, able to complete the call-in special. Uh, Now, since then, some people have uh, come out and said that they would love to participate in something like this. Um, You know, I think uh, we we had a lot of factors working against us. It was the last week in August, uh, and you know, a lot of people going going back up to school, going to college for the first time. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons why uh, the. Uh, the call-in special may not have gone as we had hoped. Uh, also, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of FFXI news recently, so uh, one of the things that we're going to do is uh, we're going to wait a couple of weeks, let everyone get settled into their new schedules, into their new routine, and we're going to wait for some big FFXI news, like uh, an update. Uh, hopefully that'll be coming uh, coming down the line pretty soon. And so look for the rescheduling of the second call-in special. That's going to probably coincide with the next uh, update to Final Fantasy XI. And hopefully we're going to be seeing some cool stuff. You know, the completion of the uh, Wings of the Goddess storyline as well as hopefully some more endgame content out of Wings of the Goddess. That'd be nice to see with the next update. So uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna try to try to reschedule this. So be sure to check out the uh, Limit Break Radio front page uh, for the new dates. Also something that I uh, wanted to talk about in exactly 48 hours you're going to know who the new Limit Break Radio host is. Now, that may be a surprise to some of you, uh, but if you frequent the website and if you've been following the little clues that we've been leaving you here and there, uh, you'll know that Limit Break Radio is getting a new host as of the next episode. Not this episode, but the next episode. And you'll be able to find out exactly who that is if you go to this website, if you can understand what I'm about to say. 
That's the website to go to to find the countdown. And in exactly 48 hours, you're going to know who the new Limit Break Radio host is. And uh, I want to thank everyone who's been participating in this little game that we've had going on. It's been a lot of fun playing with you. And you know what? Here, we're going to uh, to, to, to do one little last thing here. Uh, if you have figured out who the new host is, before that timer runs out, you come to the website, LimitBreakRadio.com, and you come post on our forums. And the first one to actually get it right, you're going to get a shout-out on the next episode. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll send you a bumper sticker or a pin or something. So uh, be sure to check out that on the next uh, episode of Limit Break Radio. And, uh, again... Uh, hopefully you can decipher what I just said because that's the the URL, the website that you need to get to for that countdown page. So exciting stuff to come in uh, in future episodes of Limit Break Radio, and uh, really hope that you guys enjoy the uh, the discussion on this the forty seventh episode of Limit Break Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is our three year anniversary celebration. Written in stars, Sealed by fate and marked with blood, that was the Whoops, wrong intro. Live from Vanadier. Broadcasting live from the North Compound on Elshmo Island in beautiful Vanadier. <laughs> With your hosts and Nero. It's the most brutal thing ever. It's so much more black. Hollow. Don't forget, fair damsel. You've got to have faith in the thief. Sales. Oh my god, we're burning alive! And gamer. Well, the church's thought called, and they're running out of you. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, frustrated with technology. And as always, I'm Kahlo, kicking it from somewhere in the back. And that's it. Again. Again, it's only the two of us here today. The elite. Um, this was supposed to be the call-in special. Not just any call-in special. Um, it was supposed to be the Bugbear Boogaloo. The yeah, electric. Electric Bugbear oh, Boogaloo. Um, for whatever reason, it didn't seem like uh, too many people wanted to participate in uh, in the call-in special, and you know that's fine, uh, I guess. Um, but uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why uh, they may not have been able to participate. So uh, space lepers. Uh, well, it is it is very very close to the start of the school year, and I know a lot of people are starting up with school. Um, so, uh, so you know what? We're gonna try to reschedule this. We're gonna come out with a couple of, you know, we're gonna announce a couple of dates here in the next couple of weeks and uh, see if we can't reschedule uh, the the call and and, uh, and see if any more people are uh, are interested. So, um, but uh, we do have a couple of special guests here in the studio joining us, returning to the show. Escalia, welcome back, man. Thank you. Good to be back. And of course, uh, Escalia here. At Norg uh, in the studio. That's pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> Cal so, is so, not too so, cool to have me. So horrible cleaning up after dragoons. <laughs> it's their wyverns, isn't it? It's both of them. <laughs> oh, okay. They both act like animals. 
Oh man, but uh, but also uh, joining us in the studio, we got Zeru Meru. Man, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. How you doing? Good, good. The Taru Taru who can't be an Elven spell damage. So <laughs> <laughs> we figured out Ouch. yesterday. A yeah. scholar, no less. Uh, oh, okay. Don't get me started on scholars, man. Not enough of that. So now, um, uh, real quick, uh, the the idea was that uh, during the course of the call-in show, uh, we were going to announce that uh, uh, this upcoming year we were going to be releasing a new show onto the Limit Break Radio Network that's headed up by both you guys. That is correct. Right. Um, and uh, as you may suggest, since a Dragoon's hosting it, it's basically going to be a gag reel. <laughs> <laughs> most likely, but that's most of my life, so that's Man, right. you guys, man... It, <laughs> Your jokes are just kind of whiffing there. He started You're it. missing more than I do. Shh, my jokes are awesome. <laughs> Very harsh, coming from the Dark Knight. Uh, He's going to need some icy hot for those later. I'm a little bit under the weather, uh, if uh, if you can't tell just by my laugh. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, so this new show... That uh, that you guys have been working on. Why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about it here? Uh, sure, it's going to be called Voices of Vanadil from your segment that is currently running on Limit Break Radio. That's correct. Um, it's going to be what I would hope to be the internet's first call-in show. Basically, that's the general idea of it. Every claiming show the whole internet show. there, huh? Yeah, we, we are claiming the entire internet, and I defy I'm someone not sure to that you deny can make me. That. I'm not sure that you can make that claim. I don't know that there's not another call-in show somewhere. Well, if there the is, internet. they can punch me. So, <laughs> <laughs> If there is, bring it on. Um, exactly. Actually, I think that's something that Twit TV does a lot. Is but it? Yeah, well, that's Leo Laporte. I mean, that's not podcasting. That's like, you know, grand casting right there. Right. Uh, Leo Laporte. But uh, every week on the show, we're going to have uh, a topic, or it might be open lines or whatever, and we're going to have people call in and t- chat with us. We're we're not looking at to be hosts so much as just facilitators to let the people of Vanadil be the hosts of this show. And uh, the idea for it is that uh, uh, we want to put it out over Radio XI. Um, providing we get it to work. Providing we can get it to work. Uh, that we, uh, as, as those that tried to tune in live know, uh, we've been having some uh, technical difficulties with Radio XI. And uh, not entirely sure what to do about it, um, but uh, we're going to try to uh, we're going to try to uh, to get things all smoothed out and working, and uh, and hopefully be bringing you a whole host of new content and live content through Radio XI in uh, the next uh, in the next couple of months. So uh, you can uh, be sure to look for that. Be excited because uh, uh, there's going to be some really cool stuff. Now you guys brought a, a, a third a third person with you. Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit on the quiet side. So uh, why don't you guys, why don't you guys introduce uh, introduce him to the audience? Uh, sure, that's uh, Zays. He's going to be our board operator. So any of you who are hoping to call in and be on the show, I'm sure you'll be able to be. But you're going to get to know him. He's going to be giving you your rules and guidelines on the show, and then making a call order. Cracking the whip. Yep, that that's him. <laughs> so if you're going to suck up to anyone, don't let it be us. It needs to be him. There you go. So uh, very exciting. Look for uh, voices of Von Adil coming uh, coming soon this year. But uh, I mean, it's a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit worrisome that uh, we weren't able to to get very many calls for uh, for the call in special here. But again, there's a lot of environmental factors that you know could be at work here. So you never know. Yep. 
Um, we'll improvise and adjust. Yeah. And depending on what's going on, it might be just, you know, school starting up and everybody it could join be. in. It very well could so. be. I'm still blaming the space lepers. The space lepers? You heard me. I can't believe it, but I'm going with Callow. I think it sounds likely to me. Space lepers. You agreeing on something? Lepers? Uh, yeah. What? All right. From space. <laughs> if you say so. So, uh, yeah, uh, today, you know, we're just going to kind of, with with the second call-in special being a, a, a little bit bust here. Um, spitballing it. We're we're just kind of we're just kind of winging it here today, because uh, uh, you know we both you know you guys came up came all the way up here to uh, to to hang out with us and uh, you know I think I think you'd be very remiss if you didn't get the LBR experience. So we wanted to try to give that to you today. Well, we were going to give him the full LBR experience, but apparently it's too early to break out the brew or some <laughs> stupid excuse like that. Hey, that was a Nero saying that. Oh. Uh, it is, it's a little bit too early for, for whiskey drinking yet, but there's always tonight. For those of you who can't see, I'm just shaking my head back and forth. <laughs> you, sir, have a problem. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I don't have any brew in my hand. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so definitely, uh, definitely excited for today's show. Um, although, you know, if, if, if we want to know if the call-in special is something that you guys want, you guys got to come to the website, you got to tell us, go to the forums, uh, send us email, PM, something, um, and let us know that, that this is something that, uh, that you want to see in the future, and we'll definitely make sure to reschedule it. And you should all say that you do, so Nero doesn't cancel our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that way we don't show up. We have fingers to point. Uh, but uh, but uh, before we before we start into the show here today, there's a couple of things that I did want to talk about. Um, over at Orzopedia.com, we've seen the uh, second episode of Aetherite Radio drop. Uh, that's very exciting. A new podcasting project. Kahlo, you sitting in on the second episode? We, I talked a lot. Yeah, you did. Uh, we got a lot of great discussion happening over on uh, Aetherite Radio, so that's definitely something to check out. Orzopedia.com. Uh, it's, uh, it was, uh, last time I looked, it was part of the iTunes Top 20. So, uh, very good, uh, very good, strong community support coming right out of the gate. And, uh, that's always, uh, that's always something good to see there. So, uh, Hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully, you'll be seeing more and bigger, better things out of Aetherite Radio as we find out a little bit more about Final Fantasy fourteen. So, uh, also, let's see uh, what else Ooh. has been going on. Also, apparently, Aetherite Radio is in the top ten in the UK. Look at that! That's wow. impressive. Wow. Owned. Uh, and in fact, uh, we're actually going to be taking a look at some. You know, that's that's a really good point. iTunes separates their reviews by region. Uh, you know what else I bet it is? To, uh, to you know, here in America, our, uh, our accents, you know, might be slack-jawed and, you know, our pronunciation's a little out there, but uh, over in England, we're totally sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. No, don't. Don't. I I, I, it's, a, it's a weird thing to think about, but it's totally true. I totally doubt that. Totally true. Um, but we've got some uh, iTunes reviews to read, and in fact... Uh, uh, we've got some uh, overseas iTunes reviews to read sent to us by Angelina. Uh, so uh, that's going to be coming up a little bit later. But uh, hit up iTunes and, uh, and you know, give us some positive reviews uh, or negative. I don't know if you don't like it. We'll it. flame you. Yeah, we'll find you and beat you up. 
<laughs> that was so threatening. I know. They are shaking in their pants. I bet. Uh, so, uh, so definitely exciting stuff. Again, Orzopedia.com. Um, and we got Extra Life coming up here in, uh, in a little bit. Um, and uh, that's definitely, we're really looking forward to this. We're getting, uh, getting the auctions up. As soon as, like, by the time you hear this episode, the auctions, uh, the auctions will be up. Um, so uh, that's that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, technically, I guess it, since we don't have the uh, since I, I guess we don't have the call-in special, that this would be part one of our anniversary show. It would be part one, which is kind of kind of a bummer because it's just you and me as hosts today. Like, no gamer, no sale, no nothing. Just a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Not that we're not that we're not uh, excited to have you here. I'm not, yeah, I'm we not. Are, you guys bummed yeah, me out God. so much. We we are definitely excited. No, you brought me White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, we are definitely excited to have you guys here. But uh, you know, it is it is kind of uh, kind of a bummer that you know none of the none of the other hosts could make it out today. But uh, again, a lot of people moving, uh, a lot of people getting readjusted, getting uh, relocated, and gamers like a noob. Gamer is a noob. I saw him a couple days ago, and he was out getting free food, just noobing it up. Really? Yeah, me and uh, me and Arjit were out walking around. And he and was just being a noob? He was just sitting there, and he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, can be at the next show? And he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, you go to hell. <laughs> Call Sale on the phone and nag him. Part of that story is made up. Um, I'm pretty sure, actually, I'm, I'm fairly sure that Sale, wa- Sale wanted to come up for this weekend. In fact, uh... Wasn't able to, so uh, yeah. But uh, you know, being that this is the anniversary show, we do have some big announcements. Yeah, we do, and uh, those maybe part parts of those may be coming today. I'm running for president, and no one's voting. Not really. <laughs> cricket, cricket. People would vote. <laughs> Would have you arrested? Uh, yeah, they'd vote to keep you out of office. No, people would vote. Yeah, I'm sure. I'd, I'm get, sure. I'd get a couple. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is our uh, Starbreaker donation program. Uh, we are accepting donations, and uh, if you do decide to donate at least $5 or more, uh, you become part of uh, the, uh, the Starbreaker exclusive group. Uh, which means that you get your own forum, exclusive forum color and title. Uh, you also get access to LBR in the Raw early episodes, as well as exclusives and access to the the Starbreaker live stream, which uh, always works. But that's not all, because there's a chance. No, no. But you know what? I, Someone's going to call in one day and be like, I woke up this morning and there was totally a million gill in my delivery box. <laughs> it was for the, you know, whatever I sold. But, but there, there was, was a chance. Mil- there was it a was million there. Gill. It was there. I'm telling you guys. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, anyway. Uh, there's something I wanted to talk about uh, as far as uh, you know, as far as the Starbreaker program goes. A couple of statistics I wanted to break down for you guys, all right? Right now, as of recording this show... There are 145 Starbreakers, and that's great. That's really fantastic. I really want to thank everyone who has taken the time to donate and and support the show. You guys are helping, you know, helping keeping us going and and you know helping us get out to Fan Fest and everything. And that's really fantastic. And of course, we always appreciate that. But also, as of right now, there are 1,646 registered members on the LBR forums. All right, and even if we were to go by our most conservative audience estimates, that's still thousands of people that are listening. So, 
looking at the data, looking at the numbers, chances are, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, you haven't donated. You haven't donated personally, and that's fine. That's cool. I think I understand why, though. Okay? You have made the the assessment that even though you don't donate yourself, the show keeps going. Even though you, it's not you, personally, that's handing over the $5, the show keeps going. And that's true. That's You're absolutely right. And you know what? Even if you don't donate, this is, and this is, I'm being totally honest, even if you don't donate, we're still going to keep going. We will. That's just what we do. If I wasn't doing this show, I'd be doing a different show. I, I mean, that's, I just do radio. But, okay, but here's the thing. If you're going to donate, okay, the reason that you donate, it's not rational because the rational says that, oh, well, I don't need to donate and they'll still be there. And you're right, but you got to walk past that. You got to get past that and do what's right. Okay? Because here's, and, and here's the way that it works to do what's right is to not let other people shoulder the burden just like you know normal people just like you and me you don't want you don't want to let them you know do your job for you if this is something if this is you know how much you listen to limit break radio you're listening to limit break radio right now you know how much you listen to it i can't tell you i know how how many hits we get but i can't tell you how many how much you listen or what kind of a resource this is for you what the show means to you only you can decide that and so if you find that limit break radio is a resource if you find that that you know you come back to limit break radio again and again and and like what we do then please try to support us because we do need the help i mean we're going to keep going we're going to find ways to get out to fan fest we're going to find ways to come up with the money that's not the issue. We will, I mean, you know, it, it's it, it's how, the donation money is how we do things like go to FanFest and do Extra Life and, and do Yomacon, but those things will continue to go. I mean, those things will keep happening regardless if you donate. So it's such a statement when you walk past the rationality of, you know, I don't have to give myself and when you when you do what's right for the community and and for the show so please if you've got $5 sitting around it would it would greatly help us out and you get stuff for it yeah little known fact but if you're a starbreaker my jokes are 25% more funny <laughs> because you sit here thinking i paid for this <laughs> also a little known fact anira was a televangelist in a past life oh i know right and uh, i am going to get the ball rolling by becoming a starbreaker live on the air oh look oh, at this I know. look here, at this here we go no no you're not a starbreaker yet i'm a little offended I know. But, but here's here's the deal guys here's the deal all right here's the deal I really want, and I'm, and I'm asking. I know, I know that we we sometimes ask a lot of our audience. You know, sometimes maybe five bucks might be a lot to ask for. And I know that you know we do ask a lot of you asking to call in, and uh, you know we 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 ask that you know you participate in extra life and all of this other all of this other stuff. So Starbreakers, here's what I'm I'm asking you to do: one simple thing, give us a call at the Voices of Vanadil Skype mailbox. And let us know 
why you think being a starbreaker is a good thing. Why you decided to become a starbreaker and what you've gotten out of the program since becoming a starbreaker. And let, you know, let the other members of the community understand why it's such it's such an awesome thing to be a starbreaker. So please, uh, I really, guys, uh, I'd, I'd really like to uh, to to play some uh, some of those voicemails on the next episode. So uh, please, 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 uh, hit up our uh, Skype mailbox. So look at this, five dollars right here. Where's mine? And you're a starbreaker for life. <laughs> I would not pay Kahlo. If you $5 give me five dollars, you will be a Kahlo breaker for life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For that. But I, I will say. You will be breaking the trend of Kahlo being broke. <laughs> Long enough for me to go to Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. will say this, though. Having come up here and now being on the show with them, the technical difficulties these guys have to deal with, they are champs and deserve your $5. Oh, they really no. do. No. Or, or, or we could threaten them. Es- <laughs> no, no, Escale, you could tell him the first thing you said after about a half an hour of hanging out with me about how violent you didn't realize I that I oh, that, no. that I was <laughs> that I was capable of. It's it's true. I don't, I don't think we should. Kick your I don't think we should mention the specifics on air because I don't want like you know Homeland Security coming after me or anything like that. <laughs> we gotta hit. We gotta hit. Go 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 go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, if you if you've got five bucks laying around that you don't think you uh, you need, we need help getting out to the fest. Or so. if your roommate has five bucks laying around that they took their eyes off for even a moment. <laughs> so we're condoning stealing now. Well, he is, I've always thief seventy five. Please check it. There's a catchphrase I haven't used in a while. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it's back. Um, but with a uh, vengeance. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're going to talk about today uh, some of our favorite events. What about personal updates? We've never done them oh, for so it's, long. It's been a while since it's we've done personal updates. You've been out of the game Shh. for four months. <laughs> what do you have to say? I still have stuff to talk about. All right, fine. Personal updates. You go oh. first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I think I've done as, about as much as you have. Well, it doesn't just have to be in-game stuff. <laughs> really? Like, what else would it be? Um, got voices of Vanadiel. You're doing all kinds of stuff. Talk about it. Oh, uh, man. Well, I think I already did. Eighth Right Radio, that's one of the new projects going Ask around. Ask go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the guest host is going to lead off the personal updates. It's, it wouldn't be the first time. Okay. Well, uh, I think it would actually be the first time. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Go. <laughs> well, you know what? This is my second first on the air today. Uh, well, as Kalu predicted, I did in fact come back to the game. He was right. He still owes me 500k. I'm never going to see a dime of it. <laughs> no, Actually, you won't. Angelina got it. She said she got 500k in her delivery box. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. From G- selling something. GG Fusion, you too. <laughs> me and Fusion are awesome. You guys just don't know it. <laughs> well, uh, since coming back to the game, I have acquired my Homem Hands, which is excellent. Grats. That's awesome. Those. Yep. Uh, I got my ACP body, Nuevo Costelete. It is awesome. And also the Kupo headpiece, which is not as awesome, but I still have it. It looks goofy. It it does be, look it'd be awesome goofy. if you were a black mage and put the int in int on it. Well, <laughs> I think that might bring us to our other guest host. Uh, it might. Yeah. What have you been doing, Zayr? I uh, came back to the game same time that Joe and Zayzo did. Uh, cracked down, got my uh, stock missions done. Nice. So now I'm 10-10 all nations. All the major story arcs are done, which is awesome. Um, outside of that, I've been helping out my Link Shell. Um, 
Uh, got my Moogle hat. Nice. Which is the, uh, got my N plus six, match stack bonus plus two. It's, it's really nice. I really like it. Cool. Everybody says it's dorky is a little moon and everything else. But <laughs> that would quiet. be me. It's a, it's a throwback to uh, FF3, though. Right. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And that's about it. Good deal. <laughs> All right, Kahlo, you seem really excited for okay. personal updates. So, yep, I've been doing a lot and a lot and a lot of writing. In fact, as uh, as those of you who read know, I finished uh, Under Monk's Thieves Season 2, Sealed in Blood. Yeah. And I've started writing, which you won't see till probably November or December, Season 3, Luck of the Shade. But I'll give you a little little spoilers here real quick. Kahlo gets shot in, like, the first chapter. It's awesome. <laughs> and, of course, Nero comes back. That is back, awesome. And Nero comes back, and he's as much of a hard ass as I make him out to be. Sales there, too. He blows stuff up. And uh, following real-life trends, Gamer's there, but only for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> only only for, for little bits and pieces at a time. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he pops in, and then he leaves within, like, three chapters, I think. Yeah. This is a story I have epic. a feeling that I'm glad I'm not in. You're, you are now. <laughs> In fact, you get smote by Tiamat. <laughs> well, that, that's a respectable way to go, I suppose. Uh, so, mid-jump. So mid-jump, I like it. That, I always pictured myself going mid-jump eventually. So what do you, uh, anything else? Just uh, just Honor Amongst Thieves? Or? Um, well, uh, as far as FFXI-related stuff goes, I do have another blog, which I posted about on the boards, just not the front page, but that's more of a... Thing that I'm doing for RL-ish purposes, you know, I think people would still get a kick out of it, but uh, it's not FFXI related. And if you want to check that out, that's visibleinks.wordpress.com. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that takes care of personal updates. Except uh, for Nero, who hasn't said anything. That's uh, I don't know. I leveled Dancer to 32. That was about it. That's about all I've done. Right. Standing O, standing O. Um, so yeah, I've been using my anniversary ring, finding. Interesting places to solo. Yeah, but Anything from Uzays? Didn't think so. That's about it, though. I mean, I haven't really been doing a whole lot. I've been doing... Like, it seems like every time I sit down to go to play FFXI, it's like, oh, I have to edit this. Well, I should be doing that instead. So, um, I've been trying, you know, trying to increase the uh, amount of releases we got going here. But, uh, but you know what? I, I think I think that um, you know, there's there's a couple of couple of things that that are worth talking about here uh, on today's episode. Um, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about, uh, of course, is favorite events. But another thing I think that we should spend at least a few minutes talking about is. What's going on with FFXI right now? Because, like, I, I, I got to tell you, even you know, even as a like a, a peripheral fan site, you know, I, we've seen our traffic decrease, uh, uh, you know, slowly over time, um, and uh, and I feel like a lot of this is fr- is stemmed from the Final Fantasy XIV announcement, and everybody kind of looking forward to that. Um, I also don't think that uh, that very many people are going to go out and pick up FFXI at the moment, um, you. Because I, I we've we've gotten a lot of emails before, like oh hey I stumbled on your show and went out and picked up FFXI. I don't think I don't think many people are going to do that these days, just with the proximity of fourteen coming out. So um, I, you know what have you guys noticed in the the uh, Final Fantasy eleven community as far as uh, you know are, are are people still interested in in the game? I mean. It's. It seems like there there have been a lot of gravitations away from from uh, FFXI at the moment. Well, you do have to realize that you know obviously the game's been out for a long time, and there have constantly been MMOs coming out, but nothing seems to have hit uh, you know as close to home or hit as hard 
as Final Fantasy fourteen, especially considering that it's the same team, you know, it's the same visual style. It's hitting especially close to home. So, yeah, you know, I mean, we've said before that, you know, it's not going to kill FFXI, and it's not. But but we are going to see, I think, some substantial losses to the population. Uh, the good thing about that, though, is that there are measures for that, you know. I mean, eventually they're going to start condensing servers, and so you'll always have about the same amount of people to play with. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, there might not be as many servers, but, you know, that's not going to directly affect you. You know, right, yeah. we've seen people come and go, but at the same time, there are still plenty of people out there who are still going strong. You know, Versus is still pounding away. Oh, sure. Apathy is still farming pandemonium wardens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's pretty epic. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. is. It is. So I think for a while yet, yeah, you know, it might seem like things are really going downhill, but uh, it's always going to be around just perhaps in a smaller capacity. Right on. Right on. Well, jumping in and joining the uh, the, the conversation here, uh, who he was hanging out in our uh, Starbreaker chat and said he wanted to get in on this. Fusion X, man. Hey, what's Ooh. going on? What's up? Oh, shut up, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> You're just upset because another Dirk is getting in here and, and Annie just introduced it perfectly. Jumping in. I mean, that was... <laughs> I didn't even realize I did that. Dirk. Sounds like dirt. <laughs> Always good to meet another Dragoon. Uh, so, uh, so Fusion, I'm sure that, uh, that you've got your share of, uh, uh, of opinions about what's going on with, uh, with, with XI these days. Yeah, man. I mean, PFA last couple of weeks has been really hard to get any kind of, you know, talk going on because for, yeah. you know, uh, starting this Monday, the official website will have gone a month without any news. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know that usually it's like, there's that kind of drought after an update, but you know, it's usually not this bad. Yeah, yeah. The update, and then we had Sun Breeze Festival right after that. We had the, the player event support. We had the, the Moomor thing, and then it just dried up. Yeah. But, you know, usually that seems like that stuff gets spread out a little bit after the update to kind of make up for the lack of, you know, content and stuff. But, I mean, it's been it's been horrible. Well, I mean, you've got to consider that a lot of their, you know, a lot of their team is kind of, you know, doubling between 14 and 11 and with Gamescom, with Tokyo Game Show. It's all you about know, deadlines at this point, right, too. Right. You've got, you've got Sunday and Tanaka out there doing, uh, you know, doing press and not working on the game or not thinking about XI or 14 or, or you know, any of this stuff. Um, so, you know, that's I mean that's got to be part of the consideration is that I know that they were getting ready for that um, but I mean you know yeah there's there's just like you're right there's this huge drought of, of news and I mean like even you know I'm used to checking my email box and, and having like one or two or three or four things from play online OCR in there and you know past three weeks there's been maybe one a week maybe yeah you know, um, so I mean, it's it's kind of tough right now. Like it's it's tough to know, you know, where where we're gonna be spit out at the end of this thing. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, you know, another thing that that seems to be making the rounds is this 3D secure payment thing <laughs> um, that uh, you know people people seem to be absolutely up in arms about. Um, which you know, I, I to to a point I understand it, and a lot of people are pointing the finger at, at Square Enix and saying, you know, hey, you know, you guys should be doing something about this or whatever. And um, you know, it seems like a lot of a lot of the response from from Square Enix's end has been like, well, you know, you got to contact your financial institution. And I mean, you know, we all know how banks, you know, dealing with banks go. That's that's never an easy process. Mm. Um, and you know, there's a lot of bureaucracy and red tape involved in all of this. But it, you know, 
the the main issue is is that they're they're forcing the the 3D secure payment on cards that don't even support the you know the 3D service. Um, so I don't know what, what do you guys what do you guys think about this? This seems to be a, a, a hot button issue in, uh, you know around FFXI right now. Uh, well, I know that my uh, my girlfriend got that the email of doom that you were going to be uh, have to get new credit card information. On that mm-hmm. note, obligatory shout out to Ina. Um, but she fortunately had a new card that had the 3D secure thing, and it was pretty easy to get it transferred over for her. So it seems like if you actually if you actually have it, it's pretty painless. But if you don't have it, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be uh, seems to be the crux of of a lot of people's outrage is that not that they're not that they're trying to increase their security, but rather that it's it's being it's affecting cards that don't even support the system, and that that seems to be a pretty big problem right there. Oh my god, it's a, it's a big con- conspiracy theory of uh, Square Enix trying to push us out of FFXI to make way for FF14. Yeah, right. Oh my god, <laughs> with, with our beta testing ground. I don't think so. It's I mean I'm relatively certain this is going to follow them for. Yeah. Sunday's sitting yeah. around with Tanaki. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Now we can get them out of our old 11 beta and into the real game. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you know, but uh, but it's it is I mean, it is something that is very frustrating, especially on the on the consumer end when you're told, oh, you know, you got to contact your your bank and then you do contact contact the bank. And they're like, oh, yeah, we were enrolled in that program two years ago and then we dropped it because nobody wants to. You know, nobody nobody wants to participate in it. So, you know, we're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. And I think that Square Enix's, um, you know, Square Enix's defense in saying, "Oh, just contact your financial institution." I don't think that that's good enough. Pass the buck. Yeah, it's it, the, the, it's pretty much what they're doing. And you know, if if it's a, if it's a situation where you know their card isn't support, just is not supported. And you know they're not going to go back to the 3D secure payment. What's what's the option? Do they have to switch their card? Do they have to take out an entirely new card to be able to play FFXI? You know, I wonder if in Japan the uh, the the whole 3D thing caught on more than it did here. It's possible, you know, because I. I wonder, and, and you know, if Elmer was wrong, maybe he could, uh, uh, you know, answer this for us. But uh, I wonder how the Japanese community is taking this whole issue. You know, uh, I read something on. Um, I forgot where I read, read it. I heard Aeon Japan is going to be forcing the 3D secure as well. Yeah. yeah. What's their so. what's what's the, the the Japanese community community's take on it though? You know, like like mm-hmm. is it something that they they all do over there? So it's like, oh, you know, no big deal. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it depends how much of a notice they get for the change, too. I mean, the first time we ever heard about 3D Secure for 11, it's like, oh, by the way, guys, tomorrow new cards need this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they send out this new email. It's like, oh, you know, it's not just new people anymore. Like, And this is really weird. You know, we've been seeing a lot of weird inconsistencies with Square Enix, and it's only some people are getting this email that are saying that they need to switch over to a card that's part of the, the pair authentication programs. But it's like, why are they getting it, you know? You know, this thing came out. You said it's going to be for only new cards after this point, and people that you know have had cards in the system for you know years are being told, "Hey, you need to change it now." And they've gotten these emails, you know, five days before the next billing cycle. So it's like, does the Square Enix understand that you need to give a little more of a notice than five days to get like a new credit card? Because yeah, yeah. Rumor has it, it when, what some people have been saying is the uh, you if you have made an account two months prior to the 3D Secure being announced, you're you got that email and you have to change your card. Um, the validity to that is questionable at best, but no, that's not true. Really, not at all. Yeah, I've, well, I've, I've, I've had a friend of mine, Duel, on, on yeah. PFA, got that email, and he's been playing for years. No way, really? Wow, yeah. dude's got his mats cap. 
or close to it. Does he? Yeah, he's got he's it. He's got yeah. it? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude's got his mask hat. I mean, like how... In two months. In two months, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's... I don't know. It's It seems to be a, a very weird issue. Square Enix is being really silent about it. A lot of people up in arms. Blue Garter, you know, exploding with people, you know, who are, who are really, you know, raging about this. So, uh, I mean... I, I don't know. I, I I think that this is another this is another PR problem, another communication problem from Square Enix here. Blue Garter, rage, <laughs> no way. <laughs> and yet another issue with the seven year beta test that is at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, but I know uh, uh, Fusion. You guys just uh, released an article about this on your front page. What kind of uh, what kind of community buzz has it generated? Um, you know, we just actually put that up last night. Um, but really, I mean, it's just you know kind of the same old stuff. Square Enix tries to do something, to, you know, to either enhance security or make something better, either for the you know for a few of the players or for for them as a company, and it just it just doesn't fly too well. Um, you know, and another issue that we've been hearing too, um, and this this came up last week, is that people with security tokens are getting hacked now. Weird. And actually, Tila got hacked, and she had a, a token on her account. Huh. So I mean, this there's just a whole mess of stuff that that's going on with Square Enix right now. So it's it's yeah, man, it's it's rough right now. Yeah, it is. Got, it know, is. All the all the players hating you for the, the the credit card stuff, and then you have people, you know, getting their security tokens hacked. It's just it's ridiculous. I've been reading up on the uh, security token hacks. Actually, the um, what I've been reading is there's this new Trojan that is basically an instant keylogger, and it somehow affects PLL after putting your credentials in. That causes people to crash and it doesn't work again until you reboot your machine. Wow! So if you it, you know by then you know you realize something's wrong, you reboot it. If you don't get in your account right away, the damage is already done. Yeah. So it's I guess the bottom line to take from that is even though this, you have a security token on your account, if you are a PC player, don't lack some security. You know Firefox, no script, padlock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's really unfortunate. That's, I mean, it seems like a battleground out there these days. The hackers just keep getting smarter, and, you know, it's, what do you do? I mean, if you're Square Enix, what do you do about that? I I mean, you know, they introduced the security tokens. That seemed to be, you know, one step for that. uh, You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's impressive, borderline impressive how quickly they can, they can get around stuff like this. And, and I don't understand how it's even profitable for RMTs to do FX anymore. I mean, how are you going to market that? You know, oh, look, it's the new FF14 beta. We have one of the accounts. People log in. Wait a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's, man, it's unfortunate. So, but, uh, but that's kind of what's what's been going on in uh, in you know more recent news. Kind of depressing. It is a little. Yeah. It is a little depressing, and and it's unfortunate. And uh, you know, we don't. I, I, I mean, like one of the things, like we don't really like to talk about you know very depressing aspects of Final Fantasy Eleven. Because you know, but there's nothing else out there. Right there now. right now, no, there's nothing. You know what we need? Huh? Barely legal Mithras. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes that. No. <laughs> Just no. Maybe Milf Mithras for a Nero then? <laughs> oh. Uh, Chalk another one up for Kahlo. You're done. <laughs> I'll go sit out in the main room and drink Pepsi and play Monster Hunter then. <laughs> 
but you know, uh, it's uh, it, uh, instead of talking about you know this really kind of depressing subject right here. It's a, you know what? It's our part one of our anniversary special. That's why I'm bringing up Mithrapron. <laughs> <laughs> because this this episode should be epic and fun, uh, it and sh- should get you hot. It should. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not gonna help with that, then you know what? It leaves it to me. Yeah, uh, me and Escalia. Uh, this is a weird. Uh, me and Escalia getting hot and heavy with the Mithrapron. Escalia wow. is a Mithra. <laughs> There we go. Where's the video camera? I really don't like the dark path that we have turned down there. No, 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 no. Just, just hear me out. We, if, if we get the tar with stool and a camera, he's the perfect height. Uh, I don't think I can wrap my small hand around the camera, though. It could be a problem. Oh, that is so wrong. <laughs> I will never look at Callow the same way again, and I already did not look at him in a very good way. Anyway, th- thanks Fusion for uh, for hopping on here with us for a minute and, uh, and hopping, top, and uh, like a small in. jump, uh, talking about uh, what's going around XI recently. So uh, I'm sure that we'll uh, we'll see you back real soon. Yeah, no GTFO. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already later. you already got your anniversary show, Mister. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, now send us a fruit basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'll, give, I'll bring up some notos for you, Cala, for extra life. Sweet. Uh, all right, Fusion. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, take care, guys. Take yeah. care. Um, so uh, you know, what, what do we? Uh, we should talk about like something awesome and epic, and like you know, what what, what do we find? Oh, you want to talk about me the whole show? <laughs> That's sweet, but I don't know. I mean, I, I have the rogues then, so thank, thanks for the offer. But uh, Callow's ego skill rises point two points. It's capped. <laughs> you just broke the cap. Cap merited, and I got gear that increases the skill. Ah, oh, jeez. No, but uh, I think uh, you know, talking about some of our favorite events. You know, like uh, we, you know, we've been talking last last episode. We were talking history, and we were talking, you know, reminiscing about the early days of Von Adil. But uh, you know, what uh, favorite events? Like you know, in game events, salvage assaults, uh, Brenner, garrison, garrison. Who does garrison? I do garrison. No, you don't. I solo garrison. <laughs> Uh, but you know we've got you know there are a lot of events in Final Fantasy XI, and arguably I think that that's one of the best features about Final Fantasy XI is just how many events like you know uh, things that you need uh, many people to do and and have a, a you know a sole objective or maybe multiple objectives. Just uh, you know the design uh, of this stuff is great. And uh, and so let's talk about some of our favorite events. We're going to start with uh, with Zeru, since uh, you're the guest that has never been on the show before. Oh wow! Um, so uh, wh- why don't we start off with you? What's your uh, what's your all time favorite FFXI event? Uh, all time favorite. You're looking at between Sky and and Harry R. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a pretty big span. Yeah, that is. <laughs> He's like the first thing they released and the last thing <laughs> somewhere between those two. <laughs> Uh, so why Sky? Well, I've been running with uh, Hands of Fate on Bismarck for long, long, long time, and you know I actually led the group, led the uh, Sky team up there at one point. You know, it's actually running around, getting stuff done, getting people their gear. You know, it's, it's a good feeling just you know dropping a guy I'm like, oh wow, kitty pants dropped, and yeah. you know, everybody's all excited and. 
yeah, and yeah. their gear. I mean, it was just a, it was just a cool feeling just to you know people help you do that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree that uh, I mean, even though Sky is probably the, the you know the oldest Endgame thing out there, the fact that all the gear is still as in demand as it is now. Oh yeah. On top of the fact that you are gonna be hard pressed to find someone in Sky who hasn't been there long enough to know what's going on. True. It's 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 no longer like salvage, you know. Where I mean, granted, there are people out there who who can do salvage, you know, the drop of a hat without blinking an eye, but anyone who's in sky knows what they're doing so it's not something where you're going to be stressing about anything you know everyone knows what they're doing so it's a good time to get some hardcore playing done get some really good rewards but also you know be relaxing at the same time and not have to worry about too much stress or anything yeah sure sure now ein harrier that's an interesting choice especially you know paired up with sky because they're two vastly different events i mean you know this is you know post patch because you know before it was nearly impossible to do if you if you ran around in Harry R with a group and hey look I just pulled 30 mobs what do we do um yeah I pray <laughs> uh, a lot but you know after the the nerf so to speak that when everybody was able to do it and not everything linked an entire room it became possible to small groups to do ecor farming or if you it became much easier to actually yes. advance in chambers kill bosses and get to Odin um, you know, when I was on Odin for that short amount of time running with uh, Obsidian, I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, you know, they're just jumping in that area. They were just getting stuff done. It was yeah. it, it, dropping Odin for that first time was just awesome. And then realizing that Black Mage's use was uh, on Odin. <laughs> we're landing a, a tier 2, you know, sorry, AM2, uh, you know, 80 damage AM2s. And just, at which point I was like, no, I'm just going to go run around and cure people. Which they got uh, mad at me for. But it was, it, was, it was still fun. I mean, I had a great time. Yeah, definitely. I I I don't know. I've I've done Ein Harrier a handful of times, and I don't know. I never really had very good success with it. Yeah, well, I, it definitely depends on the shell you had. Like uh, like Zero said, uh, you know, I ran with Obsidian as well, and uh, you know, it's all about leadership, teamwork, and really getting things down to clockwork. You know, yeah. I mean, things can just go so wrong at really the drop of a dime and uh, if they go wrong it's really hard to put them back on track so this is true you know you really have to be a really finely oiled you know greased up machine yeah definitely and it's really awesome when mithras are part of that finely oiled greased up machine <laughs> Kello knowing all about that oh geez so uh, Scully, how about you what are, what, are, what are your some of your favorite events well even though it does not love me Nizo Lyle would be my favorite event but fair uh, enough I really enjoy uh, Nizal Isle Investigation. I think it's really cool, just all the different combinations and floors that you can get. And oh yeah, there's the, the randomness. The randomness, definitely. Even though uh, if I run into that stupid frog in M one more time, I swear <laughs> to God. Iriri Samariri. Yes. Yeah. Mister, I'm going to charm your entire party except you and let them kill you. <laughs> Callow would love always that. Fun. I got charmed once and killed my entire party. Did I have, you? I have a screenshot. Because when I killed Luso, after he mountain bustered me with his Taru Summoner, after I killed Luso, he de-leveled the 74. Ouch. <laughs> I still have that picture somewhere. Excellent. Nice. <laughs> uh, I was running a uh, nice Isle static for a little while, but didn't work out, unfortunately. And no. now I'm back on the hunt for solo groups. It's, it's really hard running uh, static events with just getting back into school and people are busy now. This is true, yeah. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, definitely that. Um, got my Radiant Lance, and I'm on floor 11, which is sweet. I only need about 12,000 more weapon skill points until nice. I get Drake's Bane. Nice. 
uh, yeah, that would be my favorite event. Cool. Well, yeah, uh, definitely. I think Nigel Lyle is by far an, an, an awesome event, both in in, de- in design and in execution. I think the one thing oh, yeah, definitely. that Nigel Isle has that perhaps no other event in Final Fantasy XI has is now. Now, I want to preface this by saying that you know there are certain formulas you can take in and you know just about always succeed. You know, one red mage, five samurais, and you're good to go, especially if they have dusty <laughs> wings. But um, it's one of those one of those events where there isn't any single job where you say no we're not taking you because you're useless yeah right you yeah. know well, yeah like like you know a black mage into odin what are you gonna do you should have yeah. came you know as a healing job yeah every single job has the potential in nizul to be that clutch job like there was one time where we got a freaking soul flare i think i've told this story before we got a soul flare the yeah. nm yeah and, oh, and nice. white magic was restricted Ooh. How how do you heal without white magic? You get a dragoon with healing breath. That's what you do. We had a blue mage. <laughs> there you go. Mage. So the blue mage, you know, has a race for the bio. Uh, can you know stun? Can heal you? And we basically sure. were basically like everybody else, get away. And I solo tanked it because I had the best evasion. And nice. Really, that's about all you could do. But yeah, we uh, it was actually Tila who was on her blue mage. And she came blue mage so she wouldn't have to heal because she hates she hates being red mage and being main heal. So she's like, oh, I'll come blue mage. Won't have to heal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we totally got through it, and it was amazing and awesome. And if it wasn't for her, we would have got owned so hardcore in there. I will yeah. say, I don't know anything, any situation where it's like, you get onto your last floor, you complete it, and you're like, oh, crap, we got 30 seconds left to pop the rune of release. Let's get out of here. And that's just that last mad dash to make it to the rune of release and yeah. get out of there. Flee. Flee, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scotty boots. Oh, man. But, you know, Nizel Isle, definitely a fun one. And, uh, you know, definitely look forward to the uh, Nizel Isle episode we got coming up here with Velux. Yeah. At some point. Why? We're not done with him yet? No, we're not. Damn. Did you have you announced your next uh, topic for the Rogues Den yet? Yeah, it's on the second and the last Rogues Den. Oh, okay. Neither of which have been released yet. No <laughs> glare. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lazy. All right. Well, since this episode will probably get out before those, I'll announce it just so people can start sending stuff in. But uh, it's going to be crafting. Crafting. Yep. I'm going to tell you how to get yourself from one to a hundred with each craft. You got to have oh. gamer on there. <laughs> he'd show up. <laughs> now, it'd be cool, but yeah, now he'd never show up. <laughs> um, so, so for those of you who are listening right now, if uh, if you know crafting, and uh, there's actually going to be some requirements, uh, I'm going to require you to have at least one craft at 100, and uh, I would like you to have you know at least dabbled in all the other crafts since we're going to be taking you in each episode one to 100. Looking for crafters. Looking for crafters. LFC. All right, so so Kahlo, how about you, man? Uh, My are, favorite event, yeah, in all of FFXI, salvage. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be one of mine. Too. Yeah, salvage was definitely revolutionary. Yeah, to FFXI. Oh yeah, yeah. You know it. It was more than just find this NM and kill it so you can kill the next NM and kill it so you can kill the next NM. It was like they they. It was they, a big puzzle. Yeah, it's like they took in a Rubik's cube. And then they made salvage. <laughs> Sunday was sitting there, and he's like, God, I can never solve this stupid thing. And then, and then you know, uh, Tanaka was watching him. He's like, what if we made an Rubik's Cube into an event? <laughs> there you go. And then, and then Sunday's like, and, and wait, 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 wait. And the gear never drops. <laughs> and Tanaka was like, yeah. 
my mind, you just blew it. You blew my mind. <laughs> you blew it. And Sunday was like, oh man, I haven't felt this awesome since we came up with Eco Warrior. <laughs> Said the guy who actually has Scotty's pants. Uh, body, body. Battle of Remnants. Scotty, anything. body. I have Scotty hands. I have Scotty feet, and I'm the 15 away from having Scotty head, and the 35. No, 20, 25, 25. 25 away from having Scotty legs. Excellent. Wow. Three yeah. out of five on Scotty. Not bad. What did you have to pay to get that Scotty body? Um. All right. Let's see. I came up with I think six. To like eight mil selling all my ranger gear, some of my thief gear. Um, let's see, uh, and loaned me my last mil that I needed for the last ingot. And Ring 3 was pissed off because he's like, Hey, hey, when you get one, when you need one more ingot, you know, I'll loan it to you. And he wasn't on that night. It's like, Oh, I got you know, I got it for you. And then when Ring, <laughs> when Ring found out, he was pissed. <laughs> so, so every time I logged on, I'd be like, Hey, thanks for that ingot, by the way. You really saved my butt there. And Ring would just be like, I hate you. <laughs> Um, of course, Tila gave me like a good three mil, I think. Um, and then another friend of mine, True, gave me another uh, two to three mil. Yeah, that's awesome. So I owed like you know half of my half of my Scotty buddy to other people. Wow. But, uh, before I had to cancel my card, though, I ended up selling my Blau Dolch to pay them back because I didn't want to leave and you know not have paid yeah. it. Right. Back, yeah. So. Yeah. You don't want to go with a debt. Yeah. yeah. My exactly. good friend Saturna had to sell her soul to get her Morgan's robe. It was most unfortunate, but I believe her Langshaw now owns her soul. It's very sad. Fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, definitely salvage. I mean, just the you know the the epic adventures you have in there, how complex it is, you know. And, oh and yeah, it's really great because I mean, I don't I don't think a lot of people do salvage just because you know it's so taxing, it's so it's so difficult, and because of the fact that if you want to do Nizul and salvage, you can't. You can't really know really, because to get anywhere in salvage, you can't just do it like once or twice or here or there you know you really have to crack down and 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 do it like three four times a week if you want to make any progress and that's still like months unless you are unless you have like the devil's luck you know so not many people do it and uh, i'm definitely proud to say that uh of like the the three shells that did it on uh on on odin i think the shell that i was part of was definitely one of the best because whenever we took anybody who wasn't part of our static you know they'd always be like you know so so which nm are we doing today and we'd be like, what? Like, well, well, which one are we doing? All of them? <laughs> and they're like, oh, so we're not doing the boss? All no. of them in the boss? Yeah. And, they're, and they're like, how do you have time to do all of them in the boss? Well, for one, they're really awesome and, you know, really efficient. And for two, Gugnir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had we, we had Q-Tippus from Obsidian. Yeah. So we had uh, a Relic Dragoon that definitely held. But yeah, we, we would basically do all the... Uh, all the NMs and the boss, even in Baffalo Remnants, when usually you have to pick between you can do the boss or you can yeah, farm ramparts. Yeah, yeah. We could farm ramparts and still usually get to the boss. Wow. Callow, just, just once more, can you give a Dragoon credit for something, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's kind of a douche. <laughs> no, Q-Tip is a school, but definitely, definitely, um, if it wasn't for and having King's Justice, he wouldn't be as awesome because I don't know if you guys have ever seen a triple light skill chain, but... No, but I'm sure in the I, next patch, Sam will be able to solo one. I, I, I think that's what Cosmic Illudication might be. <laughs> uh, we destroy Silver Sea Remnants so hard. Really? With, uh, yeah, it's like uh, King's Justice to Geiger Skogel, and then the Dragoon gets 100 TP before you know the, the three seconds are up, and then uses Drake's Bane for another light, so that's Light Light, and then I do uh, Evisceration for Darkness, so it's Light Light Darkness. Wow. After that first skill chain, uh, the, uh, the, the Armed Gears, the NM that drops the stuff, 
on the thing on the floor. Yeah. Half of its health is gone after that. <laughs> <laughs> In like nine seconds. Wow. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Nero, are you also taking salvage for your favorite? I well I do I do like salvage and I would say that it is among my favorites, although I think I'm gonna have to, to toss my two cents in for just regular assaults. Regular old mm. everyday. He was gonna assaults. go with salvage, but I stole it. So he's gonna <laughs> well no, I mean I, I you know, I, I when if if you guys go all the way back and, and you you know you find figure out when assaults were introduced and go back and find the episode Around the time the salts were introduced, uh, you know, uh, find the LBR episode. We kind of we kind of rail them and say, "Oh yeah, it's all wall It's break. all about breaking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then BG was like, "Rage!" <laughs> and uh, well, one person in particular got really pissed off about that comment. Uh, Lol, BG. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know, I I gotta say. Um, uh, you know, as uh, you know, doing more assaults and doing new assaults and stuff like that. I always really thought that the uh, that the time that they put into to you know uh, each and every single assault, uh, you could definitely see that um, they really they really took their time and and tried to make it the best event that they could and most varied event. I think that that's probably um, you know pound for pound where you get the most varied experience gameplay wise um, because you know the the objectives vary so wide. It goes from wall breaking to, you know, um, go kill- out and get yourself diseased so we can study you. Right, killing and killing worms. I mean, you know, killing Mamul and and Lost it's not just found uh, or hot and cold, whatever the hell you want to call it. to Mithra. <laughs> did they add that one? They did. Well, no, actually, that's, in honor of you, it's the Callow Clause. That's that's when you get Captain Rank. You have to seduce one Mithra. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, uh, Zayz is refusing to say what his favorite event is, so I'm picking Eco War. No, come on, Zayz, you need to start. Why aren't you talking? <laughs> he, he doesn't want to talk. Ah, you just did. So come on. Move to the mic to breathe in. Come on. You know how many people would kill to get on LBR, and here you are, and you're just spitting in their face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w- I will go down on record as saying Eco Warrior is my favorite event, but only because when I joined the game, that's what we did. And that's true. It that was, was the way of making money, man. Yeah, yeah back in the money, you could make free experience. It was really nice, and back to, back in the time, it was a lot harder to get experience. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's true. Clamoring for every little bit we could get. Had yeah. the lines was naked. Had no. Only had a weapon on him. That five days couldn't pass fast enough. <laughs> yeah, I, it, was like a, it was like a giant team building exercise. It was an end game event that you did early in the game. Yeah, yeah. very good. I, uh, I actually remember I tried uh, way back in the day. This is when I was like level a level eighteen monk from uh, from San Dioria with no sub job. I, uh, I tried putting together an eco warrior. Um, uh, it was it, it was like a whole two week planning thing, you know, shouting for people, eco warrior this day, be there, and somehow, <laughs> somehow in the mix, you know, another group who maybe they originally had, you know, like oh yeah we do it, but somehow in that time another group had planned eco warrior for the same day at the exact same time. Ooh. Both of us doing the windy one, so here we have two alliances out in you know Shakrami Mage racing to the spawn point and. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, people weren't listening, it was so stupid, I was panicking, I was getting so stressed out, you know, Akeem was there, and, you know, I'm just like, no one's listening to me, this is all going horribly wrong, I just want to quit this stupid game. (laughs) And and, and he's like, just calm down, you know, get yourself together, just, you know, make people listen, and, you know, we ended up all getting there, and, you know, the, the other group, you know, got there before us, but then I guess half their people weren't paying attention. So they're like, you know, you guys can go ahead and go first. So, you know, we popped them and half the people died and we won. (laughs) 
and you get back and you get your money and your XP scroll and you're like, God, I never want to do this ever again. This is the <laughs> stupidest event ever. And you had to bring a scroll of instant re-raise because there was never a white mage who could raise you if you died. Oh. If you died, you were flat out of luck. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Oh, good times with Eco Warrior. That was never one I did. I, I never did any of the low level, mid level stuff there. You were mm-hmm. missing out. We should we should organize an Eco War for Anero. So all you Odin listeners, <laughs> send him tells until he responds to you. Say Ascalia sent you. Yeah, yeah. Lol. No. You get a tell from you know some red mage with no sub wanting to come. <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? It's Eco Warrior. Yeah, Let's exactly. do it. It's a good time. I, I actually did an Eco Warrior. Didn't we do one like just a couple months ago? Were you there when we did that? I don't think I was. Oh, we did an Eco Warrior just because someone was shouting like, oh, I've got 12 people. You want to go on an Eco War? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> that is exactly what I want to do right now. now. Eco War, you read my mind, man. <laughs> exactly. At least you can sink your gear down now so you don't have to go completely naked well, that's true. your weapon. Well, then so. it's not really Eco War, is it? <laughs> well, if you're, if you're missing a you know level... 50 character who is wearing nothing but a sword then it's it's, then it's not really (laughs) (laughs) unless it's a naked mithra going along oh lol oh too funny well you know there i mean but there are so many other events i mean you know nobody's talked about dynamis yeah dynamis we didn't talk about dynamis really Well, I, I think Dynamis is my favorite. Well, and and, and I, I think the, the the problem with Dynamis because it's so monotonous is you really have to have the right group of people for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, running with Obsidian, for example, I I, I never get tired, I never get bored. It's, yeah, it's awesome. You know, five warrior drops that nobody wants. It's amazing. <laughs> they all blame me, and I'm like, well, maybe if you guys were nice to me, you would get you know the stuff you want because that's how i do and then they're like yeah right yeah right and then i'm like oh what's that my wizard tanban just dropped five minutes before we got out hmm, yeah that's right that's what i thought <laughs> just like that that's how we do because that's exactly how it works that right? is how it works or how about how about, how about the day that we were doing tavnasian since you only take 18 people in tavnasia we had three tavnasian runs scheduled all right the first run i think they got like two valor britches or something i think mm. the second run they got nothing and then in my run we got 18 drops damn Wow. Two of which were assassin's armlets. <laughs> wow. Which, of course, I already had. I think we even got double drops twice. Wow. Anero, you, he kind of stole your uh, favorite event. What's your least favorite event? Give me something to rant least, about. You know, least favorite event. That's a good question. Um... And, uh... And, and someone had asked that from the, from the Starbreaker chat. What's our least favorite event? That's a really... That's a really hard one. Um, I think Dynamis might be up there in my least favorite, just because it it, it is so monotonous sometimes. Um, I never I never was able to to get into Dynamis or get past the the grindiness of it. Um, <laughs> promies, I don't think that's an event. I think that that's just a hell. Yeah, torture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think that that's technically an event. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. It's, it's gonna take me a minute to think about. It. How about you guys? What do What do you guys think? Sky farming. <laughs> I hate that event so much. Yeah, and my link show will attest to it. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think that sky farming, especially when you're doing demigods and pops and stuff like that, I think can get very monotonous very fast. Especially so. when you're a dragoon and there's like two total drops that you want. Yeah, that's that true. That's true too. After a while, it's like you know the the only thing I need from sky anymore is end body. So. Yeah, exactly, and you know who does Kira lying. anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's probably gonna have to be C. Now, it, it, it's not that I hate C because you know I I do like doing C, and, and Limbus doesn't count because Limbus is different. But um, 
I don't know. I think it's the fact that just the way that drop rates work there and, and the yeah. way that some things pop, it just a lot of the times it seems like you're just running around blind. You know, people stop paying attention. And, and like when, when you're in sky and you're farming and people stop paying, it's not a big deal because you're always in one position. Right. And so, you know, people are just sort of, you know, they're sitting there not paying attention, but, you know, when it's time to go and they see everybody moving, it's like, all right, you know, it's time to go. Right. Whereas, you know... And if, if somebody gets separated, it's usually not that big right, of a deal. Right, not a big deal, but when Unless you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when, when you get, you know, when you're not paying attention in, in C, though, and someone gets lost, then it's like, ah, oh, you know, now we don't know where they are. Let's try and find them. And, of course, then you got three or four people leaving to try and find them. Yeah. And one of them's your tank, or one of them's your healer, and then Ix Dragoon pops, or then Ix Darks pops, and... Right. Oh, it just gets so horrible, and yeah. So yeah, I I, I think uh, I think I'll tend to agree with that. I think that uh, you know, just straight up sea sea gods uh, are are pretty monotonous. Um, and you're right, especially with the drop rates on some of the stuffs on some of the torques and, and like like it would be one thing if it was like you know in Sky where they have multiple drops or even where they have money drops, but you know there right, it's either yeah. you get the one torque or you get nothing. nothing. And right, it's yeah. usually nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. More often than not, um, at least it seems like yeah when we would go. Um, but, but I mean, you know, contrast that. You know, it's it's weird because C seemed you know so. I don't know. It was it was almost way too straightforward the way that Sea Gods work, but it, you know, and and I mean maybe it was just the development time at the time. You know, the only other end game events we had were Sky and and I, I think Dynamis mm-hmm. by that point yeah. too. Um, but I, I think the first real time that they, that they started to uh, get into a conceptualized event that was just more than here's a bunch of mobs that you got to go kill is. Limbus, and I think that Limbus still to this day holds up as a great event. I enjoy Limbus. I I, I have always enjoyed Limbus. I I do. I think I think that um, the thirty minute restrictions. Uh, uh, well, the, not necessarily with Limbus, but more so with uh, Assault. But uh, again, the the shorter time frame that Limbus is done in, I think, is also something that's really attractive about the event. Well. I- I think you know, even though C does have its faults, uh, when you look at you know how does, how C is you know designed and developed as opposed to what we went through in Sky, you know I think they were trying to eliminate and take out a lot of the problems that people had with Sky. You know, fighting for claim is something that you yeah. know you don't necessarily have to do because a lot of things can be you know are popped with things that you farm. You know, with the organs and whatnot, with the exceptions of like you know Ix Dark and Ix Dragoon, uh, everything else you know is something that you could really do. Whenever you right know, sky, it's hit, it's hit or miss. It depends on if the TODs are up. But you know, with That's most true, of yeah. C, you always have something to do. Since a lot of the stuff you can you can farm, and I think w- the reason why there aren't as many drops, or because the drop rate is low, is maybe Square Enix thought you know with the amount of time that people spend in Sky, if they spend that kind of time, that kind of dedication in C, with this same number of drops and the same drop rate, you know they're going to be done with it and things are going to get flooded out. Yeah. So I think that you know came as a way to try to balance balance. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there's there's a lot of events that I feel like I I'm not even qualified to to even give an opinion on. 
things like ISNMs, ENMs. These aren't stuff that that I have participated in very much at all. And uh, you know, it's not that it, it's not for lack of wanting to. It's usually for lack of availability of other people, or you know, the availability of a run or something like that, um, or the uh, number of jobs you have to choose from. Yeah, that too. That too. So, what do you guys think about stuff like uh, you know the very very much the instanced uh, you know BCNMs, KSNMs, ISNMs, ENMs, that sort of stuff. What do you guys think about that? Uh, well, I'm a big fan of uh, BCNMs and KSNMs. Uh, I haven't done so much of the uh, ISNMs, but I've done a couple uh, ENMs, and those I think are really fun. I like the idea of you do a mini quest to get the entry item, and then you don't get to do it again for a few days. Yeah. But uh, as for uh, BCNMs, I know that uh, Zays and Zeru, we've been doing a series of uh, BCNMs in the hopes of getting a Kraken Club, and so far that has not gone very well. Uh, but we're yes. still trying, uh, even though I'm very slow about farming Beastman Seals. Well, it's going on fine, it's just we can't get the thing to drop, which, yes. you know, obviously. But we still walk out with a decent chunk of money at the end of the day, so yep. it's actually still pretty nice. BCNMs, eh. Uh, not, you know, I'm not really too keen on those. I think it's the whole, uh, you know, being Le- level be, cap, being level restricted, yeah, and, uh, and you know it's probably not so bad now because of you know level or gear being scaled down. But I mean, back in the day, that was definitely something that I think put a yeah. big distaste on it. And when you can, you know, unless you go, I guess unless you're going for something very specific, like you know you need knee or you want a peacock charm or something, I would definitely take ENMs over those. Um, one of my favorites to do, and this was just recently because I got Black Mage up, was to uh, go up there with uh, Ninja Fox, you know, aka Foxy, him on Red Mage, me on Black Mage, and we would duo brothers, and uh, that's definitely a lot of fun. You know, that's that's that, that's at a point in the game where skill really comes into play. You know, and when because the first time we did that, you know, we never failed it. But the first time, it was really tough, you know. I mean, yeah. it was real hectic, real skin of the teeth. And, you know, after we got better gear, after we did it some, you know, enough times, got better macros, you know, learned what you were doing, you know, it went a lot smoother and, a, you know, a lot better. And so, yeah, definitely ENMs, I think, are a lot of fun. Um, and I think, you know, by proxy, uh, both BCNMs and KSNMs as well, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've always liked the uh, the instanced NM fights, um, but uh, again, just usually not the opportunity to 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 go. Usually, Dark Knight is not a very big in demand job for something like that, unless you have a cake club. Yes, that's true. Um, so yeah. So Zero, how about uh, how about your least favorite event? Uh, by far, it's it's got to be Dynamis. Yeah, just I'm, I'm a black mage in Dynamis. As Taru, you can guess what happens. No said. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If someone looks at me the wrong way, I die. If something, if I sleep, something you resist, I die. If something wakes up, no one invokes it, I die. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of XP burn that you know I don't look forward to every week. But yeah, you know, ever since I got my Black Mage habit, very happy to go. I'm thrilled about that. Excellent. Well, I think uh, I think that starts to bring some of our discussion here to a close. I mean, there's some you know there's some events we haven't even really talked about, like ZNMs, ZNMs, those which are annoying and amazing at the same time. Yeah, some of those can be fun, some of those can be kind of a pain in the ass. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk any new events like uh, Campaign or any of the uh, Fey Weapons fights or, uh, you know, Augment fights, Fields of Valor, stuff like that. All good stuff. When I start seeing Triple Attack 14, I'll talk about <laughs> Fey Weapons. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you know, it's all good stuff, though. Um, but, uh, but I, I, you know, we're definitely covering the big ones, salvage and and uh, dynamis and sky sea, all that good stuff. So, 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that uh, that wraps up our discussion for today. Um, again, I got to apologize. This you know this show was kind of thrown together at the last minute in lieu of the the call in special, so a little bit shorter today than uh, than normal, and especially for uh, an anniversary show, you know it should be much more grand and big. But uh, you know, I told you I could get the mythos in here. <laughs> I'm sure part two will be just all that more awesome. Um, but uh, but be excited because coming in part two, I know that we said that we have a couple of big announcements, and uh, you know the new Voices of Vana Deal show. That's a pretty big announcement. Uh, definitely uh, looking forward to that. Definitely excited about that. That's coming to the Limit Break Radio Network this year. Limit Break Radio and Radio XI. Hopefully, if we can get some of these uh, hiccups smoothed out. Uh, also, uh, we're looking maybe for another one or two new shows on the Limit Break Radio Network. Uh, some of the you know we we haven't officially 100% solidified anything yet. So uh, be on the lookout for more announcements regarding that. Um, and uh, and yeah, so uh, you know big big things, but. The big announcement, the biggest announcement, the one that affects Limit Break Radio, the show, most directly and uh, and uh, most effectively. Is we finally got a new water cooler in the office. No, but we did get a new host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You guys aren't going to be able to... Did we? Yes. We're, you're not going to be able to figure out who that is until the next episode. But, but... Check this out, though. Uh, somewhere out there, if, if for those that have been following the uh, the uh, the ongoing uh, clues and hints and uh, other things that uh, we've been dropping about this, uh, there is a countdown page that is now up, and it is counting down. And when the timer runs out, you will find out who the new Limit Break Radio host is. So, not gamer. It's, no, no, it's not gamer. No, it's not. <laughs> gamer is the new host again. Yeah, no, it's not. We do have a new host though. So, uh, uh, if Next you could... episode, game is gonna be like, it was me. They fooled you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, it's not. I promise you, it's not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna psych you out like that. I know we like psyching you out, but we're not gonna. We're not totally gonna psych you out like that. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, definitely uh, something to, uh, to to be excited about. That's been the big changes in August that we've been alluding to, which is now turning into the changes in September. Ta-da! <laughs> Uh, but uh, but you know what? Uh, it's it, I I really want to thank you guys for uh, for coming all the way up here and hanging out with us uh, and uh, and you know I, I just I I really apologize that things did not end up going the way that they were supposed to. So. Well, it's uh, been great to come up here. Um, is it safe to announce who our special guest host is for episode one of Voices of Anadil? Sure. It is in fact a Nero. Yes, it is. He is guest hosting for us on the very first episode. So looking forward to having him. WTF. That is right. Callo, you are not invited. That's right. Oh. You know what? I don't want to be invited. GTFO. Can't come on Voices of Bonadil. You know what? I don't want right. to be in Voices of Bonadil. I will call in. <laughs> then what? And then your call what? will be blocked. No, you know, it won't. It won't. Because me and... Anything to torment <laughs> me, Azaz. Zaze, I knew his name. Yeah. <laughs> Once I said it, you did. <laughs> oh man! So, all right. Well, uh, let's check out some uh, some iTunes reviews. Oh, and, uh, oh can, can I read this one? Sure. All right. It's a it's a one star review, and it says you guys had a scally on your show. <laughs> 
So you guys get a one-star review. Don't ever have him back again. That was the review. Oh, That's geez. the second time they've gotten that review since my last appearance. <laughs> Bye, Zays. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, but you know, I want to say thank you, uh, first of all, to Angelina, who uh, sent us a bunch of reviews from the UK iTunes reviews. Oh, oh, since they're UK, you have to read them in an English accent. No. Please? No. No, come on, do it. No. Do it. No. We'll take a vote. Who wants anyone to read them in English accent? It's Raise not your hand. Happening. Uh, look, our first. Look, it's unanimous. Our, it's unanimous, dude. Our first, our very first uh, iTunes review here comes from Sneko. Uh, if you play or are thinking about playing FF11, then subscribe. It's the most informative podcast I've heard and uh, very funny, fast, and uh, the neglect of juxtaposition can be hysterical. Subscribe or die! So, uh, thank you, uh, Sneko. Excellent. Uh, uh, this, uh, this next review coming from Luz Kinslayer. I think I'm. I hope I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, hey, they've been listening to this podcast since the gamer episode. Wow, that's long ago. That was episode Last number year. number three. That, that very oh, the gamer, first gamer's gamer episode, very first yeah. episode. Yeah, uh, these guys managed to cover expertise in all jobs. Talk about uh, crafting missions, quests, AF armor, BCNMs, and the works. Uh, they also bring on guests from different servers and different jobs, run competitions, even read your emails and the posts on their forums and discuss the different views. Although, to be fair, I don't think we've ever actually read a forum post before. That might be dangerous. Um, uh, they, they go on to say I'm a 54 black mage, white mage uh, from the Diabolos server. And I've gained some great info on XP and crafting missions and partying. Highly recommend it. P.S. Sale is the man. Oi! Yeah. Thanks for your review. Sale Night is quite King a popular Slayer character. Sale is... Cheerio. Sale is... Chip, chip. Uh, also, uh, Aluminium. This, uh, this next one coming from Raynor1985. Uh, f- another five-star review that says, Can't get any better. Uh, this is the best FFX side podcast I have ever found. Sale, you're the best. Keep it up. Sale was really popular over in uh, in Europe. Um, so, uh, our next one coming from Bashara. Uh, it's uh, titled "Limit Break Radio for all your FFXI needs." That should be that. Should, that should have been our tagline. Uh, if you play Final Fantasy XI, then you will want to listen to this simply outstanding podcast. They have all the reliable info you will ever need, with special guests from every episode, straight from the world of Vanadil. The hosts of the show are uh, just great. All of them really nice and uh, funny crew. The dynamics with the group really makes the podcast uh, that little bit above the rest. The sound quality is just amazing. It really helps create that live radio feeling, which, in my opinion, a lot of other podcasts lack, which is another thing that makes this podcast really stand out. Honestly, just listen to one episode, give it a try, and I promise you will not be disappointed. The Limit Break Radio crew are FFXI gamers that are here for you, the gamers. Oh, that's a very nice review from Bashra. Thank you, Bashra. Very, very nice. Um, and also, last but not least, of course, Angelina's own review here. <laughs> what a dip. Uh, a uh, a five-star review. Uh, pure FFXI fun. After finding Limit Break Radio here on iTunes in February, I've listened to all, almost every episode to date, plus some of the older ones. Episodes are full of content, plus the comedy that the hosts throw in on top. 
Kahlo is made of pure win, not to forget a Nero and Sale. The connection between the hosts is so good, just makes the show better. A must-listen to for all FFXI players, or even new players, uh, too, thinking of starting, keeping up with the good work. Ah, she really does like me. <laughs> I almost feel sorry for calling her a dip now. <laughs> almost the keyword. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I think I see the problem here. You know, we didn't get enough callers because without sale here, we lost the UK fan base. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's that, maybe that was that's it. That's what it is. Maybe that was it. Oh, man. But uh, but thank you, uh, everyone who submitted iTunes reviews, and also to uh, Angelina for sending those over. Those were uh, those were a lot of fun to read. I was, it was really uh, cool being able to read those. So thank you very kindly. Um, let's see. What else we got here? We got some emails. 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 By the power of grace. <laughs> what? Uh, so, uh, Colin, I, I, right. I did the iTunes reviews. Why don't you... This uh, up here. this next one comes from Lazy. Scruff from the Azura server. He says, "Hello all, my name is Scruff from the Azura server. We knew that. I have been listening to your podcast for over a year now, and I love it. It has always kept me interested in the game. So just to say thank you. I also have a small question for you guys. I've been playing Final Fantasy XI for the last four years, and I have been on the same server the whole time. And I'm looking for some input on what you guys would think would be a good server to move to." It has come to my point in gaming where I would like to move on to new people to help and to find new ways of playing the game. Also, I think Azura is one of the most expensive servers out there and would be nice to be able to buy some stuff without having to farm for weeks on end for it. Lol. Hope you guys get this message. Well, we did. Yes. Um, so, uh, so Scruff, uh, I don't know. Where, where? I don't know. Um, well, if, if, if it's... Hades is a good option. Yeah. You've got yeah. Tantu mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and uh, Hyazin over mm-hmm. there. Definitely. If, it, if it's money you're looking for, the, the, the problem with finding a, a good server where you don't have to farm for a while is... You know, sure, things might be cheaper, like things you're going to buy, but things you're going to sell to get the money will also be cheaper. So you'll probably usually still have to farm the same, but uh, you can always check out fxih.com and check, uh, you know, the price of different servers. And, you know, because that's a big factor, that's, you know, one way to uh, to check it out. Yep. So, yeah, or you could come to Bismarck and hang out with the cool people. Indeed. Bismarck, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Pet Food Alpha? They're over on. Uh, that server that they're on. <laughs> I, 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 rem, I, uh, I recall Fusion had moved servers to, to start to, playing with Duel. In, in, in Stake. Yeah. yeah. Over on... D- what server? Somewhere. Noob server? <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Uh, you don't know? No. I don't I, either. I wish, I wish Fusion was here. I actually Azura. Oh, uh, apparently they're on the same... <laughs> <laughs> Owned... <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. funny. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't know that. Maybe Scruff didn't realize that PFA is on his server now. So maybe you could look into uh, look into hanging out with them. Yeah. So there you go. There's some suggestions. I don't. I think it really comes down to to kind of like you know, um, do you have do you had do you already know someone there? If if you don't already know uh, someone to you know a server that you're looking to go to, I don't. I, I mean, you know, yeah, definitely. Uh, 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 economy is something to keep in mind, um, but you know there's there's a lot of options there. So, greetings. I am known as Ramdragon in the world of Final Fantasy XI. I have been working in an idea. I have been working on an idea for some time, and now am looking for sponsors or ideas of how to make it a reality. First, let me tell you how it began. A friend of mine was a Mithra, yeah, yeah, and she wanted to marry another Mithra. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> the game surely promotes and requires that they are one female and a male to be engaged. Then, as I investigated a solution, I discovered that not only is a random roulette to be chosen, but they are very random, and sometimes a couple will be skipped for months over no matter how much they apply. This is almost annoying to many players, and therefore an idea has come to mind. I was thinking on doing an unofficial wedding group, an organization to implement selected priests who will perform a ceremony. The ceremony will be a mixture of the three nations, almost as a Juonian-style invention. These weddings will be recorded and or photographed and put on the web for everyone to look at. Ideas as prices, places, engagement rings, and people are already done and ready to share. However, I have not the medium to either have good quality pictures nor record a wedding video. I would appreciate that Limit Break Radio would consider backing up this idea to make it possible for players to have their union officially shared with the world. Sincerely, Ramdragon of Alexander. Now, I mean, the, the video, we've explained this before, video is not something we do well. Yeah. Uh, that's not something that we have the capacity to do. Although, I really think that this is a great idea. Yeah. And, and really, I don't think it's going to be as hard to execute as you think. Um, no, no yeah, I if, don't think if, so. If you were to look into something like WordPress to host the pictures, um, find someone who just has you know a, a good quality picture for good screenshots, and really that there you go. As far as you go, I mean, as far as engagements, you know, engagement rings, find a crafter who can sign stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, and and, and really anyone can do it. You know, I mean, they're going to be lower level rings. Yeah, but you know, a ring is a ring. Uh, places. You know, it's unofficial, so really you can choose anywhere in Vana DL. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this is, this is actually a really cool idea, and it would be something that you could, you know, definitely do really easy with something like WordPress and, yeah, you know, the old capture screen. You know, to, to be honest, I, I, I really, I'd like to encourage, uh, you know, if someone else out there, you know, has the resources to do something like this, uh, get in contact uh, with uh, Ramdragon, Ramdragon of uh, of Alexander. So, uh, definitely a cool cool idea. I really like this idea. Having made a female character, I mean, <laughs> I mean, these other two, they don't really have the same problem. But this guy is like, I'm gonna end up marrying a Galka. <laughs> oh, I've had nightmares about that. You know, uh, Velix. Velix is pretty nimble. I hear him leveling dancer and all. <laughs> you know what? Velix can go away. Way. I don't want to talk to him. Uh, <laughs> all right, our next email. Hello to all the hosts who are looking over this email. I am Zangol of the Titan Server. Just saying thank you for the episode on the wonderful job that is Scholar. A couple of months back, I heard that the episode dedicated to Scholar, and I found the job to sound extremely fascinating, so I took up arms, went to the past, and got the quest done. Yes, you took up arms to deliver a couple sheets of paper to some bookworm. <laughs> I am now a proud level 60 Scholar, and I'm not ashamed to say I am still learning more about the job as I go, and I only have you, the hosts, to thank for this. While I am disappointed by the fact that I am called to parties as the role of a main healer, I find the job extremely fun and, much like my instructor told me, how hard it is to leave cooking behind. I find it nearly impossible to stay away from Scholar for too long. Just as a note, though, I wish you had made it clear just how hard it was to find those indescript markings for the artifact armor quest as it took me a couple of hours just to find them. No matter how you look at it, this is the job that was made for me and I thank you for perking my interest in obtaining it. Alas, I fear I have nothing else to say, so this is where I shall take my leave and say one more thank you. See you again, Zangal. And oh, you don't have to be afraid of having nothing to say. Fear not. Ooh, ooh, I think I'm gonna like this one. Greetings, LBR. I'm Akimaho from the Titan server. Not a Titan. Titan being yeah. well represented. Not a Titanite today. Yeah. Been listening to the podcast for a few months now, and it's been greatly enjoyable. I have a non-FFXI related question for you, though. 
In episode 45, there was a mention of a few beverages that people enjoy at conventions and the like. Now, one of them remained a mystery, but Red Death was mentioned, and I'm familiar with a Red Death I created and have been bringing to parties and conventions for many, many years. So I'd be curious to see if these recipes have anything to do with another. Akimo of Titan. Um, so, uh, so, okay. We, so we did, we did, time. yeah, we've had a lot of questions about the Red Death. So, you know, and, and we bleeped it out, you know, unless you were a star breaker. Um, so why don't we, why don't we go ahead? Why don't you, uh, why don't actually you, tell them what yeah, it is? What, All right. The Red Death is taking an Alabama Slammer, the contents of that, and then taking a Kamikaze and basically just mixing them together. Now, yep. some places I've been, they literally they, they make the two shots, then just pour them in the same cup. And that's all right, but I actually like it better when, you know, it's a bowl, full big glass, like an actual drink. But basically what you're going to need is you're going to need vodka, you're going to need triple sec, amaretto, southern comfort. Oh, there's one more liquor that I'm forgetting. And a place to lie face down. <laughs> <laughs> more or less. Um, you're going to need lime juice, orange juice. Maybe that's all the liquor that there is. Anyway, um, at, at the bare minimum, you're going to put uh, equal parts of everything in there. Uh, if you just want a shot, then it's a half an ounce, half an ounce of everything, and then there you go. If you want the actual drink, you know, put half an ounce of, of everything in there, and then just fill it off the rest of the way with orange juice, and boom, you have your Red Death. Yeah. Ta-da! What was, what was your Final Fantasy version of the Red Death? Death from Above. Death from Above. There yeah. you go. There you go. And Moogle Moses. Moogle Moses. Mud Death wine. from Above. Uh, Alakazam Slammers, Kakamikazes. <laughs> I'm liking this. Uh, we're we're gonna ha- we'll, we're gonna have to come up with a recipe book and send it over to Square Enix. Here, like, here, this is for the next open bar. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, I'd like to see them add a new uh, you know refresh drink called Death from Above <laughs> or a Moogle Mosa. Moogle Mosa. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Forget the cheese sandwich. I want a Moogle Mosa. Yeah, that's right. Square Enix. <laughs> But no doubt some divine hand has had a role in creating this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I got uh, I got one more uh, email that I wanted to read here. This one was uh, addressed to me. Says, hey, Nero, this is Tali. You probably remember me. I'm on Fairy now. Just wanted to say uh, Dragoon has finally hit 75 and got a peacock charm after 10 to 12 tries and been leveling my Dark Knight lately, currently 58. Also got my O-hat, and I still hate you for getting Utsutsemi knee and Peacock Charm on the same run. Probably won't be run on the show, but if it is by some chance, just wanted to uh, make a couple of shout-outs to a couple of friends here on uh, Lakshmi. Uh, Rez... You want me to read this part? Yeah, why don't you read the All names? Right, the uh, the shout-out goes to Razius, Rakuyu, Nefitas, Alia, Arthenas, and on Odin, Lalani, Eridon, and on Fairy, Tilly, Morvin, Shirotasubasa, and Water Demon. Well, uh, and and uh, this well, this part is addressed and to you. And one last thing, Kahlo, you're going to get your ass beat by Dragoon someday, and all I have to say is Lol Thief, who has become more useless with the addition of the Mog Superpower Treasure Hound. Oh, you think wow. so? <laughs> <laughs> you can send me a message anytime you mm. want. Um, <laughs> you are welcome on Voices of Vanadeel whenever you'd like. It's uh, it's all it's all hate. That's all you guys have at this point is words. <laughs> all you can do, all you can do is you know write out your little worded letters and then crumple them up and throw them at me and then I'll just laugh in your face. <laughs> Look at my Scotty body. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, I have more airy skier than a Nero does. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the letter ro- uh, wraps up with a Nero, you rock. Kahlo, you fail. <laughs> Did you 
you not even run spell check? You totally spelled fail wrong. <laughs> wow. Uh, and uh, make sure Kahlo sees this. I did. I made sure. So one thing you did do, right? <laughs> uh, and that'll wrap it up for uh, for emails for this episode. Thanks. Lol, Dragoon. Thanks, everyone, for sending us emails. Uh, you can uh, email us at hosts at limitbreakradio.com if you want your email right on the air. Uh, send it on over. And, uh, you know, uh, and again, you know, we're not the only ones who play FFXI here. You know, you you guys have seen the uh, the obvious impact in the last three months to the game. You got opinions about that? We want to share them. Send us email, hosts at limitbreakradio.com. You can also, uh, you can also uh, send us uh, voicemails through our Voices of Vonadil Skype mailbox. And so uh, with that, why don't we check out some of the voicemails we've gotten in the Voices of Vonadil Skype mailbox. Voices of Vonadil. Hey everyone, this is Ravencroft uh, from the Limit Break Radio's Vanadil News Network. Yeah, I know I'm not representing for Fryce or anything, but this is something from myself. Even though I'm from the Pilotdown Legacy and Haiti server, there's going to be something big coming up in October. Yes, it's Extra Life 2009. And if you haven't been part of the Team Limit Break Radio last year, you should get a chance to do it this year because not only we're going to be playing together, I'm going to be issuing challenges out this year. If anyone has a PlayStation 3 and is part of the PlayStation Network, because I'm going to have a couple games out for multiplayer online. But basically, I'm going to be challenging Zero and uh, Gundam Pilot Fight, which basically we're going to be dogfighting for a very long time in different scenarios and modes, and we're going to see who's the best Gundam pilot there. Also, I'm going to be challenging you guys to Street Fighter 4, Soul Galver 4, and any other games that are multiplayer, even Metal Gear Online, which I'll be trying to be uh, facing Vicky over there as well, since we are avid players for that game. Now, if you haven't done any... Uh, uh, that last year you should join in because not only if you'd be part of Team Unbreak Radio, you're going to be uh, getting into a chance that you get to talk to a Nero Kahlo, uh, Sale, I don't know if Gamer's going to be there, but also there's going to be people that are going to be going over to Detroit. So not only are they going to be having a party, but we're going to be having a party as well for the Ventrilo people. Plus, you're going to be meeting other people like Tom Two and Sarah from He Says and She Says. Also, Fryce, who is the executive producer for Vanadil News Network, you're also going to be meeting uh, Carlotta and myself as well. So, guys, if you haven't donated yet or planning to, please do it because not only do you get a T-shirt if you reach a certain limit, which is basically I think around $195. You know that you're saying, hey, you know I uh Survive Extra Life, you know, 2009, and I basically helped dying kids get better by uh, donating for cancer research for the Texas uh, Children's Hospital. Not only that, what I should uh, tell you to do is, if you have the spare time, not only, you know, uh, do Extra Life, but also go visit uh, a children's hospital nearest uh, to you. you know, I mean, if you could help out and, you know, lend a hand, you know, and make a child's day feel better, that would be great because, you know, you're doing what they say in the Hebrew language, a mitzvah, which is basically a good deed. So, there, you know, you're learning a little bit of the language there as well, but go out, do your part, because cancer sucks. Yes, I said that last year, you know, I, even though I was up at 4 a.m. in the morning, I don't know what I was talking about because... I had too much 
uh, energy drinks, which I'm not going to do in this year. Basically, I'm going to be doing to an alternative caffeine. I'm just going to be sticking to green tea. So, which basically, after class, even though I'm going to be having my PSP while everyone's going, I'm still going to be participating. I don't know how, but I'll have you know, like one of my games, like Monster Hunter or something like that. Make sure that you have enough sleep. Also, you keep hydrated and eat because. We don't want you getting sick. You know, even though it's a 24-hour event, do not get sick. And uh, basically, hopefully I get to see you in October and hopefully we get to meet each other. So, game on, you guys. Hi, this is Sun from Hadesover. Um, let's call in to talk about your last episode, Let's Party. Um, you guys mentioned the uh, West Run for in um, Shadow Rain Calibri Camp with a PL and like a couple of them, I would say the optimum, the best party would be two Dragoons, at least one Samurai, a Corsair or a Corsair and a Bard and you can literally go get about say 23, 24, 25k per hour. Um, you could do in during the daytime. You could do um, also ladybugs. And ladybugs are better in the daytime. They're not as evasive in the daytime. So in the daytime, all the course I would use is um, samurai roll and and the uh, chaos roll, and then the the bar will focus on the accuracy roll with with magical. At nighttime, the the course I would need to roll. The rangers roll, the hunters roll, because the ladybugs tend to get a lot more evasive at nighttime, so they're a lot harder to kill. But at that point, you don't in with a PL, you don't need uh, a mage in the party. You could just go all DDs and two support, and you could tear through that that place. That you can get literally up to 25k an hour. I took level my course here there from 37. To 55 within was like two days of of EXP and each like each each set down like the first the first group that we went with we did we did probably I I level I got like nine levels the first day and then we did it again the second day and I got another like almost 15 levels but it you can literally go to all you do is just keep swapping all the melee every once in a while from 37 to 41 so when you level from when one per this the person that's level six from 31 37 to 41 you could swap that person out get another 37 and start all over again it's really awesome camp and then don't worry about skill um about skill levels and stuff like that after that especially with the new update you could really skill up all those um, levels that you that you miss pretty easily in in, in a skill up party. So just that's just my little bit of info. It's a really awesome camp. Like you could literally sit there for days, and if you want, you could go all the way to seventy five if you want to. But yeah, that's my little little bit of time uh, piece. Um, just want to say, Kahlo, you're the best man. Keep it up, dude. You're awesome.
All right, and uh, and uh, that's it for uh, for Voices of Anadil. Thanks for sending in your voicemails. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks, everyone. Woo, Voices of Anadil. <laughs> A theme song for it now. That's what Lisa should have made. No, yeah. Mark Starr, right? Wasn't it Mark, Mark Starr? Star, Mark Starr. Yeah. Mark yeah. Starr should have gotten me to do vocals for it. <laughs> oh man. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that wraps it up for uh, most of uh, today's Limit Break Radio. Again, a very short episode. Sorry guys, uh, we had meant to do the call-in thing. Um, we're gonna again, we're gonna try to reschedule that if uh, if you know you guys want you know you want the the call in to to go ahead uh let us know uh you know go to the go to the website go to the forums let us know that uh that this is something that you're going to want uh we're going to try to give you plenty of advance notice i think that may have been one of the problems we didn't didn't give enough advance notice and you know this weekend a lot of people were moving up to college and going back to school and getting ready for school again so uh, we'll wait until things die down a little bit we'll take uh we'll take another crack at this um but it may just be that uh you know i don't know you know, we we may never get to do another call-in special, which I would be really remiss if we oh, if we didn't get to. Bugbear Bugaloo. I know, I know. So uh, so you know, if if you don't have a mic, find a mic. If uh, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll look at uh, even getting an actual phone number so we could call people with real phones and get them on if we need. Come on, to. Whisper Fauna, go get a mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find one to borrow. So uh, so yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much it for for Limit Break Radio for this week. Uh, again, you know, go go to the website limitbreakradio.com. Coming up on the next episode, uh, we've got a lot of exciting announcements, uh, including the big reveal as to our new brand new host Woo! for Limit Break Radio. So uh, definitely some exciting Who stuff. Who has there. their own theme song and will sing it on the next show? Ooh, that's exciting. Really? Is that is well that- now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say I hadn't heard about this. If they don't, we have a YouTube video of them. We actually, you know, we got sent a. Uh, there was uh, somebody had wrote a song that was inspired by Limit Break Radio. So uh, maybe we'll get that on the next episode. Oh, really? It's instrumental, but it's really good. Sweet. It's really cool. What's it, so, what's it titled? Uh, you know, Kala was awesome. No, it's not. <laughs> Nobody would ever call anything that. I am making a song and I'm titling it that. Just to prove you wrong. You'd have to get Aridon to write it because you have no musical abilities whatsoever. Aridon would totally write it. (laughs) In collaboration with Luso because Luso loves me too. This is, well... Uh, um, excuse me, Luso used all his up and arms orbs to try and help me find my Scotty body. (laughs) Because I gave him a bunch of Denali stuff. Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> we need an LBR musical. No, I don't. Bullshit. Yeah, we do. I want to hear it. Let's do it. No. Oh my god, that's the worst idea I've ever. Look at the, look at the producers of Repo to do it with us. <laughs> Come on, LBR Limit Break Theater episode three, a musical. <laughs> a musical story. No, I think that that's a that's a bad idea. This and we'll do it in Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, iambic pentameter. The whole works. The whole works. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fairies and everything. Props to a Nero for Juxta remembering that phrase. With little, with little wings. Uh, where is Juxta? Dead. Texas. <laughs> Down there playing cowboy, rounding up steer. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's uh, it's time to wrap up the show. Visit the website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, and again, I want to thank you guys for uh, for joining us here today. Uh, Escalia, Zeru, and uh, and 
I can still. Yeah, your, I'm your not name the only has changed. One. Your name has changed three times since you got here. <laughs> Zays. Zays. That's yes, it. Yes, yes. Can I make a couple of quick shout outs? Of course. Cool? Yes. Okay. Um, Ina, Saturna, Mercy, Dominic, and Loris, you're all my heroes. And Zerus, out of pure obligation, because you told me to. Oh. <laughs> what um, job does he play? Which one? <laughs> that last one. Zerus is a scholar. Just a scholar? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Doesn't uh, matter. She plays Scholar really well. <laughs> she, he, I don't know which. And I got a couple too. Why not? Um, yeah. Uh, shout out for Hoff, uh, Link Shellman, T Dub, uh, Tackless, um, Firefly. Mine's going blank right now. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'll be back in the game shortly. Anyone he forgot can yell at him. Yes. <laughs> Send me a bunch of tells and be angry with me, and I will feel really bad, and I'll apologize. Zay's, how about you? Shout outs. Give some shout outs. He doesn't have any I friends. Don't... What are you kidding? Yeah. Come on! <laughs> I don't have any friends. He'd be shouting out to me in He also sends a shout out to Katsuhiko and Loris. There we go. Okay. Fair enough. Kahlo, do you have any shout outs just for the hell of it? Nope. No? Kahlo <laughs> doesn't love anyone. My, my peeps know who they is. <laughs> Mad love. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's it for uh, for Limit Break Radio. Uh, Wait, for- I do have a shout out. Oh, c- <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a loud bleep. Yeah, yeah. Most people will. <laughs> also, is the bleep. Yeah, uh, it's the bleep. Yeah. All right, that makes sense now. You're just making more work for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Uh, but but you know once again sorry you know we we do apologize that the uh, that the call-in special didn't go as planned and uh, and you know that this episode was a little bit uh, you know we didn't we didn't get the plan for this the way that we uh, that we normally do for episodes so if it seems a little bit scatterbrained we do apologize um, and blame uh, it on the failed the failed dragoons <laughs> blame it on the guy who can't talk oh uh, yeah. That's it for uh, Limit Break Radio. I'm Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kahlo, official endorser of the Lol Dragoon campaign, keeping the purple man down since 2002. Mascalia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the man, the myth, of the legend. I'm Zara Marilyn. I'm still short. And sorry, Zays, you gotta say something. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vonadeal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio Network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org. Mm-hmm.